champion I'm willing to go to his turf in Atlantic City. I'm going to step on him. I'm going to crush him. Y'all can mark my words in this. boxing freaks welcome to another episode of the jabiri boxing podcast here in the squatter studios on the cult of ramble ranch and it's kind of hot here today so we turned on the fans you might hear a little fan in the background but we got a good amount of topics we're doing our prediction segment of shakur stevenson's fucking fight this weekend and uh wait what else was i gonna say i forgot and that's what happens when you do a spontaneous episode even though we thought we, we gave you guys the uh the info that we were going to do an episode, we weren't really planning to until, like, five minutes ago. So that's what happened. You do a spontaneous episode, folks. But ladies and gentlemen, I do have a co-host. He's the man, the myth, the legend himself, B-Ray in the motherfucking house. B-Ray? I was born right. I know, man. This is the way it started. That's just fucking funny. You know what it is? Yeah. With, I party too hard last night. Drugs? Oh, okay. <laughs> party too hard last night. It can be the, the Z pack they gave you. Oh, uh, that. that too. The, they're day yet. They forgot about the Z pack. <laughs> I party too hard. I, I did a did a Z pack. But a uh, shout out to uh, the Driscoll Kid Profile TV and Talk mm-hmm. Again podcast. Um, I was uh, last night. I was at the Kickback Podcast Studio until mm-hmm. midnight. <laughs> yeah, I was doing some work. And when I mean work, I was working on a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, I was about to say what kind of work. <laughs> I was kind of working. No, no, um, we had I did a podcast thing with them. It was a really great episode out right now. So uh, if you guys are interested in listening to it, go to the Kickback Podcast mm-hmm. LA uh, on Instagram. Click the link on the bio. It's titled Fab Five. Yeah. So check it out. But yeah, I'm, I'm a little tired. <laughs> the Fab Fives. Mm-hmm. I'm a little tired right now. Plus the medication I've been taking the last mm-hmm. couple of days. My sciatic is still acting up. So I still got to be taking medication. But other than that, what what, what you been up to, B-Ray? Nothing, just working. Just working? Just working, dude. Hoping for the weekend? Getting- well, I'm just dying for the weekend already, so I, I was hoping today was Friday, but like, fuck, it's not. So, yeah, I'm just dying for the weekend already, man. Already. Same here, brother, same here. Fuck yeah. I mean, I'm not going to work tomorrow, so... Yeah, I mean, exactly, I, look at so you. So all the people are listening, and that uh, if you're a co-worker of mine, you're not going to see me because uh, I'm fucked up right now. No, I'm legitly fucked up. Yeah, like, yeah, Besides, no, Besides doing the podcast mm-hmm. thing... I'm legitimately fucked up. My sad, my static is very flared mm-hmm. up. Um, I, I'm like literally dragging my left foot now. It feels like I'm dragging it a lot. It's my foot's still a little numb, not as numb as it was a couple yeah, days ago. Yeah. But yeah, um, I rather just take the day off because I know if I go back to work, I know myself. I, I like to go hard, so yeah. I'm gonna, I'll end up beating myself up. And to aggravate the fucking injury and extend my my injury even longer. And, and yeah. it sucks because I haven't been able to work out. Yeah, no, you might as well just rest it. So, Take these days off. Yeah, you have rest, really. Yeah, so I'd rather just rest it. So, um, luckily enough, I have a good a good team behind me that yeah. that understands why I'm out. They they know that I don't just call out to call out. So, mm-hmm. um, hope shout out to those guys. They know who they are. 
Yeah. But anyway, let's get into it. We got so we were gonna do predictions for Shakur Stevenson's fight. Yeah. But I got some news I want to throw your way. Yeah, what's and that? And it's uh, it says right here, Jaime Munguia will not, will be uh, will now be opposed by Camille Zemaret in a Texas bout June 19th. Sources say. And this is an article by Michael Rodstein, and it says Jaime Munguia will have a new opponent in this new main event on July on June nineteenth in El Paso. Isn't, isn't this his third opponent? <laughs> Camille uh, Zemaret is stepping in a short and a short notice to take the bout, and uh, yeah, it says this is the third opponent that Munguia has had. Right. Today. So, <laughs> I knew it. to me, is it even worth it now? Like, I mean, you've had well, technically, does it count? Because remember, the first opponent withdrew, then they got the second opponent, yeah. and then that opponent withdrew, and then the original one came back, and now the original original one withdrew, and now there's a new one. <laughs> yeah. So this, yeah, this would be the third time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one, two, okay. Yeah, makes sense. Right, like, this is like the third opponent that he he was told that he was going to fight. Honestly, now I'm at the point where like, ah, should I watch this fucking fight? Isn't that isn't the same weekend as... Uh, June 19th, that sounds familiar, yeah. Isn't right. Jojo Diaz fighting June 19th? No, no, no. that's July. July, uh, July 9th, oh, I think. But my thing is, is, you're right, is it even interesting to watch? No, it's not. I was hoping he will get the Triple G fight, but he didn't. I was hoping he going to get some type of legit... Yeah. Demetrius uh, Andre. <laughs> Demetrius Andre, hey, right. Um, who else? Charlo. Charlo. Fucking, uh, what other... Um, uh, I don't know. Chris Eubank. Yeah, Chris Eubank. Fucking Chavez Jr. for fuck's sake. I don't care. Just somebody of at least noteworthiness. But this, is this a, is this another showcase fight? Like, how many showcase fights does this kid need? I, I really agree. At this stage, like, we talked about it before. You're a world champion. Mm-hmm. You are supposed to be fighting top-level opposition. Yep. Not this. Like, I was okay with him when he fought the Pringle Man. Okay, all right, cool. <laughs> Pringle Man's like that was a good fight. Pringle yeah. Man is you know good a good good warm up fight. Right, yeah, I thought that was a very good first fight for one sixty. But yeah. the last fight was kind of like was there a point to this? Not really. This one again is there a point to this? No. You know and and what sucks because he he's on he's on the zone he's with Golden Boy, mm-hmm. which means the fight should be easier to make when you have Demetrius Andre on the same network. Exactly. When you have Triple G on the same network, mm-hmm. and these fights aren't happening, and you're giving us this. Like to me, the I feel that Mungia when he was on HBO fighting, his fucking his uh his popularity and the uh, and people were starting to like him when he was fighting like the Liam Smiths of the world. Yeah, Liam Smith, um, uh, Saddam Ali. Saddam Ali. That's the guy he beat to win the uh, the belt. One fifty four. After that, he started fighting Hulk Hogan's stepbrother, Dennis Hogan. <laughs> um, he fought a, I forgot a guy who he outweighed, but I don't know how much. Like, it's kind of like wait, wait, how do you go from Saddam Ali to Liam Smith? <laughs> Too late. To now this. Right? <laughs> the Pringles man I'll give you. Yeah, I'll give him that. Exactly. I'll give him that, but uh, but everything in between. Sullivan? Spike O'Sullivan? Sullivan? I'll give go. you Spike O'Sullivan. For the ones who don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'll give you Spike O'Sullivan, but everyone else, though? Yeah, it's just... And it, and I'm, I'm pretty sure they're excusable. who he's still young. But, okay, I get it, but, like, obviously we're not asking for the big fights... I mean, even though, yeah, we did ask for Triple G. But if that didn't come in, we even said it. All right, well, can he give us Demetrius Andre? Right? Chris Eubank. I'm, I'm trying to pull up the middleweight you know, division right. right here. So those are pretty good, decent, you know, opponents. Uh, I, I can understand if they say, no, not Triple G yet, even though some are saying he's declining. That part, I will, I will give it to him if they can, if they say that. All right, I get it. All right. He could even pick at fighters at 154. Like, he could have fought Gerald Hurd. Yeah, he could have. Yes. Before he lost, of course. Before he lost, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, shit. Uh, who else? 
I'm trying to, no, there's no one else that besides Gerald Hurd, that's the only one. But uh, I'm looking at the middleweight. Is this mm-hmm. middleweight? Yeah. So right now, middleweight has Jamal Charlo, number one, Triple G at number two, Demetrius Andre, number three, mm-hmm. uh, Toyota Morota at number four. Jaime Muguia is ranked the number four, number four middleweight in the world on ESPN. Again, I'm reading ESPN. Okay, here. Chris uh, Chris Eubank Jr. Could have mm-hmm. fought him. Could have fought him. Yep. Sergey Devinchenko. Oh, that's a good one. His last fight was in September, so he could have actually been... Yeah. That was a bit of a good fight. From that was a good fight. Munguia for Debrachenko. Rod Brandt. Esquivala Fakawa. If I'm mispronouncing your name, I'm sorry. <laughs> and Genebek Alem Kali. Again. Oh, so Alem Kali and uh, Rod Brandt fight are going to fight each other on June 26th. Okay. But still, like there are names in this division that you could have fought. Like We just at least, at least named one, two... Three opponents you yeah. could have fought, and you're fighting who? That's the thing. And no disrespect. Yeah, exactly. No disrespect to that opponent, but, mm-hmm. but come on, man. No motivation, really, in the full four. And in, and, and in that situation, when fight. you're young, how motivated are you to fight a guy that you already know you're going to win against? Right, exactly. He's like, what, 24, I want to say? 2024. I want to say, right? say, yeah. I want to say, yeah. Probably like he's that like young, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he should be getting the, the type of fighters we just mentioned right now. He should be starting. It's, like you said, especially the guys who are under the banner Golden Boy, The Zone, right? Match Room. What the fuck is preventing them from <laughs> making this fight? I don't know. Well, I know that what the rumor is Golden Boy's leaving to go to Thriller. Oh, that's that's rumor so far, yeah. That's the rumor so far. But even then, Thriller has enough money to at least intrigue and wet people's beaks to mm-hmm. want to be like, hey, do you want to come over and fight Mungia on Thriller? Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see how they're going to do this uh, next week. Next, yeah, next week, right, yeah. With Teofimo Lopez, we're going to see how they do. Mm-hmm. You know, we see how they've done the circus fights. <laughs> we're going to see how they're going to do a professional fight yeah, like with but, real with real professionals yeah. on the card, like I a whole professional Snoop card. Snoop will still be there in that Teofimo Lopez. Don't, please. Don't. <laughs> I think I read something like that. Are you going to put Snoop with Jim Lampley? It's going to be fucking dumb. I could be wrong, but I swear. No, if they do that, I'm watching the fight out of respect for Teofimo Lopez (laughs) and Michael Hunter. But after that, I'm out. Like, come on. (laughs) I get it. You want to be a little bit different. You know, you don't Mm want to be DAZN. You don't want to be ESPN. You you don't want to be Showtime or PBC on Fox. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I get that. Yeah. But are you really going to put fucking Snoop Dogg? Really? It looks like they are, yeah. I know they're going to put musical acts. Oh, for sure. That one, I think, for sure. I think Meek Mill, I forgot who else. Yeah. I get that. That makes sense. Like, before I, like, do two undercard fights, I'll, yeah. I'll do, a, do a song with Meek Mill. Two more, another fight, and then a concert. Like, do it like that. I think there's, like, three three, or three to four performers, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, exactly. And I would do that. That makes sense. That's a little bit interesting. At least, like we talked about it the last time. It was actually worth the fucking fight to see those performances. It really was, actually. It really was. It made it, it really interesting. Was. So it makes sense, you know, people are, are going to pay pay-per-view or whatever or the app to watch it because you're not only getting fights, but you're getting also uh, musical acts. And not just any musical acts. You're getting top-level musical acts like Meek Mill. Yeah, and exactly. I, I'm, trying, I'm, I'm saying Meek Mill because that's the only name I recognize so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there, 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 there are probably other ones, but as far as I know, that's the only one I can recognize. And I pronounce right. Yeah, no, I'm trying to look for that too as well. But yeah, I swear to you, I, I read that. Because that's the only tr- thriller fight, thriller coming on, right? Like, I, I can't think of any other event. There's no other event for thriller right now. Right? So, I think, I swear I saw that. I'm trying to look for it, but so far, uh, I could be wrong, but I swear I saw that. They announced, yeah, Snoop's going to return. 
for that event. I wasn't surprised because, like, again, they, be, people love the but literally people love his uh, his shit there. So of course they're gonna bring him back. I don't know. And yeah, it's gonna be weird with him and Jim Lampley. Who knows? He might be smoking or drinking, but who knows? I mean, Lampley does love his weed, so. <laughs> oh wait, I think I see it here. I think I see it. Yep, look at that. Yep, Lopez versus what? Cambosis Jr. Undisputed light heavyweight championship. Yep, hosted by Snoop Dogg, featuring. Let's see. Yep, Meek Mill. L- I'm Lune, and Mike Towers and more. There you go. And Those more. are the formers. Okay. I mean, still not bad. Still not bad. Nope. Yeah, I knew it. Snoop Dogg, call me back. Yep. It's official. Yeah. All right, let's continue. <laughs> All right, man. Eddie Hearn is thinking about putting the fight between him, uh, Ujo- uh, Joshua and Usyk, in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. This is according to Eddie Hearn, and you know anything Eddie Hearn says, yeah. you gotta take with the grain of salt. Exactly. Yep. Bet him. It's it's leaning toward Joshua versus Usyk. What's your what's your thoughts on that? I didn't give a fuck about the stadium thing. We all knew they were gonna put him in a stadium. Yeah, it's pretty much obvious. But the fact that he's steering now towards yep. the fight with Usyk. I I'm I I would watch that fight. So yeah, you're right. I don't give a fuck about the stadium. Really, it was kind of obvious. But if once they make the announcement, I'll I'll, I'll watch that fight. That's a good one. Is, do you think that's a tough challenge for Joshua, um, or do you think Usyk's biting a little bit more? Like he's you know, a little bit more than he can chew right now by challenging, basically, right now, the number one heavyweight. Oh, heavyweight. Honestly, based on his performance, last two, two uh, performances, pro- right, mm-hmm. of uh, Usyk, like he said, I think he's biting more than he can chew right now. Or do you think he's going to rise to the occasion? Like, okay, you know, okay, whatever. We've seen it before. <laughs> Especially with uh, Joshua. We've seen it before. So, I, we even, you even said it in the heavyweight division, man. It's Anything is possible. I know in boxing it's possible, but mostly in the heavyweight division we're mm-hmm. talking, man. You never know, but right now, it looks like it's a little maybe too much for Usyk, but of course he's going to take that fucking challenge. Of course he's going to take the challenge and be like, yeah, I, I want that shot. I have, you know, I have a puncher's chance. Yeah, I think he'd become maybe the third person in history to become, to be former undisputed or second, or second or third person to be, be uh-huh. undisputed cruiserweight champ who moved up to win a heavyweight champion. Heavyweight champ, yeah. Probably, yeah, probably, I think right. there's only been a handful of fighters that have done that yeah. in history. One of them is Holyfield, right? Holyfield, Holyfield is one of them, yeah. Evander's one go. of them. Um, he might have a chance, but so far, again, I'm not saying my prediction, but for right now, it might be a little too much for I'm, Usyk. I, I mean, I was on the Usyk train. I'm still yeah. am. I, I'm still mm-hmm. am. I think Usyk's a, a good fighter. I I named the fighter of the year a couple years ago. Yeah, he did. Yes. Um, I thought he was, I was excited when I heard he was gonna dip his toes in the heavyweight mm-hmm. division. I wasn't a big fan of his last two performances. Not really. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm mixed here because Joshua Joshua has uh, demonstrated a, a new wrinkle to his mm-hmm. game. Now he can box. I think he he always could box, but now he we know he can rely on the boxing skills instead of the power punching skills. That's very true. That uh, he they got him to the heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. But you're going against Usyk, man. Like that guy, straight up fucking southpaw. You mm-hmm. know, methodical. He's uh, to me, I, I kind of always thought of him as the um, Lomachenko of the cruiserweight division. Except you know, he's no, he's heavier, of course. Heavier, yeah. Huh? I want to think he's gonna rise to the occasion here. Wow. I think he's gonna rise to the mm-hmm. occasion, I, and I think Joshua's gonna take. Joshua's gonna look at him. I don't think Joshua should look at the last two performances and think that's who I'm gonna get. Mm-hmm. It's more of I'm gonna get the cruiserweight version of of Usyk, which was like the guy who fucking. Literally, which ran should, div- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which should come in. Who was the kingpin of that division? Exactly. You know, he was the kingpin. So I think you got to look at him like that, not 
the the Chisora fight and the oh my god, I forgot who he fought. Brian Jennings. I think so. Yeah, Brian Jennings. Was it Brian? Jennings? I forgot who he fought. Yeah. I you don't look at those two performances. I'd be, if I'm Joshua's trainer, I'd be like, we're not gonna see those two performances. We don't care. We're gonna look at it how he got to become the undisputed head, yeah. undisputed cruiserweight champ. We're gonna look at that version because that's the version we should be expecting. Not that guy who just fought. <laughs> yeah. Derek Chisora. Yeah. Not that guy. Mm-hmm. And for Usyk. This is what this is. Third fight heavyweight. Uh, yeah, you should fight. already be acclimated to the division now. Yeah. You by this time, you and your team should already have found a way to fix whatever the fucking problem was in the last two fights. You know whether it be the size, the timing. He by this time they should have already calculated. Be like, okay, this is what we need to fix. Let's take mm-hmm. this out, put this in. They should have already done that. And that team is pretty smart of calculating their moves and developing a great mm-hmm. game plan. So to me, it's gonna. My, that's my wife, everybody. Um, that fight, <laughs> that fight right there is gonna be interesting. I can't wait to see that one. Yeah, can't wait to see that one. Me too. I cannot really see that one. That's gonna be a very interesting one for sure. Yeah, you guys, you guys can't miss that because you never, you never really know what's gonna happen. You might see an upset. We might see just a very good fight. Well, what does that say if Joshua gets upset by this guy? What does that say? What does that say for Joshua? Like, I mean. Would he become like the Lennox Lewis? Like, you know, he lost it, came back and won it, lost it, came back and won it. Would he be our version? Like, would Joshua be? That's a good question. Uh, yeah. Would Josh be? If that if that happens, would Joshua be considered the Lennox Lewis of this era? He, he gets probably, yeah. He'd say that. If he loses, he lost to the better guy, really. That's lost, a, yeah. Basically, lost to the guy who was more hungry, I guess. Depending how he wins or, I mean, how he loses. and But... Yeah, you could probably say that. He'd probably be the next Lennox Lewis. Probably. Probably. But you know who's not going to be the first Clarissa Shields for a good while? Who? Clarissa Shields. Because Clarissa <laughs> Shields is only... She's the one and only Clarissa Yeah, Shields. exactly. Well, B-Ray, not only is she a former super middleweight champ, mm-hmm. middleweight champ, and junior middleweight champ, and was undisputed at junior middleweight mm-hmm. and super middleweight, she's the GOAT, right? Yeah. Greatest woman of all basically, time. Yeah, basically, yeah. Well, tonight... She'll be fighting in the PFL, Professional Fighting League, in her first MMA debut. What's your take on that? I mean, the fact that she is, she's gone to the MMA realm to do a couple fights there. She said boxing's still there, but she needs a challenge. And she decided, what better way than to challenge myself by fighting in MMA? And she's been training with one of the best fighters in the world, John Bones Jones. Mm-hmm. Current light heavyweight, UFC light heavyweight champ. Yeah. And, uh... Holly Holmes, the woman who dethroned yep. Ronda Rowdy Rousey yep. to the point where Ronda Rousey never recovered from that head kick that she thought fake fighting would help better. That girl. <laughs> but what's your thought of Clarissa Shields saying, you know what, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to go with this side over here. It's uh, No, you can tell that she's she's hungry for uh, competition. So you can tell that boxing wasn't really giving her that much. So that's I, I guess you want to say desperate, but she was hungry. Whatever the, what do you want to say, but... Hungry for uh, for for competition, and she knew, and she knows she's gonna get it in MMA. So I'm actually interested in that to see how it goes. I really am. I mean, boxers have never really had a they don't have a good record, huh? A good record when it comes <laughs> really. to going to MMA. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, James Tony, yeah, uh, Shannon Briggs. Shannon Briggs. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember other fighters that like fighters. They've um, never had a really great, you know. Same thing with MMA fighters. They don't really have good luck coming to boxing. No, no, no. Totally. They don't. Um, that's the only thing I'm scared about 
for closure shields. You're going into bo- you're going into MMA. It's a different sport. Mm-hmm. In boxing, you know, you get you know, you rely on your hands to protect you mm-hmm. at all times. You know, when you're hurt, you know, you can, you can just take a knee or yeah. lie on the ropes or stuff like that. Or if you do, in, in, or if you do get knocked down, you at least get ten seconds to get back up and shake the cobwebs off. Yep. MMA is different. You know, she don't she doesn't have to just worry about the right hook, left hook, straight mm-hmm. left, straight hand, straight right uh, jab. She also has to worry about knees. Yep. Kicks to the legs. You know, elbows. Like you got to worry about everything else. And then, even if she is a, you know, and she's probably going to be the best striker in that division in in, yeah. in that league. Guess what? You know, nine out of ten times, these MMA fighters are not going to want to strike no. with the three division world champ. They're going to so. want to take her ass to the ground. Yep. Oh, it's obvious. And uh, Clarissa Shields hasn't fought; it hasn't been in the sport long enough to fight. Like they could teach her the basics of defending, but you're going mm-hmm. against a fucking black belt, a black belt in Brazilian jiu jitsu, yep. and other shit they learn. Like mm-hmm. it's, I'm nervous for her. I'm hoping she wins. Yeah, hopefully. But she seems like she's taking it seriously, but she's only been training, what, for a year maybe, I think? Uh, I want to say a year, at least, yeah. Is it enough? She's still young, so she still can learn. This isn't like mm-hmm. the CM Punk situation when he went, <laughs> in, he went at the age of 40 to go fucking become an MMA fighter. Yeah. You know? And, and the other thing is she's an athlete, unlike CM Punk, who was not an athlete. Yeah. She's an athlete. She can, you know, adapt to this new environment. Mm-hmm. But to me, the odds are stacked against her. Yeah. When it comes to this fight. Because like I said, you got to be out of your fucking mind if you think you're going to want to exchange blows with a Mm -hmm. three-division champ. Yeah. Your best luck is to drag her on the floor and hope that you can fucking submit her right away. That's true. That's That's, that's the only way, yeah. You better hope, yeah. You better hope that you can take her down easily. Like I said, that's kind of my fear that's going to happen. That might just... When is it again? This, I think, tonight. Wow, okay. I think it's tonight or tomorrow. Hmm. Be the war. Like, you gotta be... You gotta be nervous for her. Yeah. If she pulls it off, fuck. If she oh, pulls this yeah. off, she's the greatest woman of all time. Yeah. <laughs> she is the great. And I don't care what people say. Well, she didn't fight you. It doesn't matter, dude. The fact that she stepped into the... And she's doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. She's fighting in the PFL. No disrespect to the PFL. But they don't have the... The name value. Of, yeah. like, the UFC. She could have easily called Dana and go, Dana, I want to come to the UFC. And Dana would have put her against fucking killers. Yep. <laughs> Here, it's kind of like, I'm not saying the PFL doesn't have killers, but I think enough to where Clarissa Shields might still have like a competitive yep. edge in there with these fighters. Mm-hmm. Slightly. Not a lot, but slight competitive edge with them. Unlike, again, you put them in the UFC, you're putting them against mm-hmm. fucking killers. Yep. Here it's like here is like okay cool we're gonna put you with somebody that's kind of in the same level maybe a little bit higher mm-hmm. than you but we think you can handle this a little you know it's not gonna be overwhelming but if she pulls it off all the credit to her though and yep. if she doesn't there's no shame believe me you're not the first nor the last fighter to step into the octagon and not not win yep that's very true <laughs> so good luck to her oh, very good luck yeah good luck hopefully it goes very well but we'll see man mm-hmm. let's check out the next topic come here. Get out of this here, my bad guys. I'm checking out my <laughs> other podcast information. Dun dun dun. All right, B Ray. So it says Billy Joe Sander has declared that he's considering retirement after the Canelo loss. And I quote, My dad will have the big say. It's 50 50. Whether I think I will have one or a couple more, gotta be the right fight. If he says, Leave it, leave it, son, that'll probably be what I'll do. Damn. 
God damn. Well, she's. I mean, be ends it now. I mean, think about it. Last fight was against the uh, many people considered the the face of boxing. See, last fight was was against Canelo Alvarez. So, I I wouldn't. It wouldn't be a shame if he called it quits, really. Especially if if it's really about his health. I mean, if his face getting fucked up <laughs> is preventing him to come back. If you know, if he's really being told, you know, you just can't fight. There's no shame in that. Really, no, no shame in that. So. If he does call it quits, you know, good career, buddy. Good career. But if he does come back, yeah, he should have a couple more fights, and that's it. I think after an injury like that, I think they keep an eye on you a little bit more. They do. I'm pretty sure they do. Look at Margarito. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, look at Kel Brook. They, they protect you after that. Like, you're, you know, even, like, perfect example, Antonio Margarito versus Cotto, too. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, Cotto was fucking... Brutally damaging that fucking he face. Was fucking that up. Yep. Um, Margarito kept coming. I felt the 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 round before, he was starting to step up the pace, but he was he wasn't being successful. But he was still in the fight. It was never that he was never out of the fight. No, he was in the fight. Like, Cotto never beat the fight out of Margarito. Yeah. The, the but the ref said, you know what? You've had enough. That eye doesn't. We don't like the way it looks. We're protecting you. Yeah. Yep. And yep. they stopped. That's what happened. Kel Brook. Well. Kelbro got fucked up by Crawford, but <laughs> but let, let's be honest. Even if I think even if Crawford didn't fuck him up that bad, I think as as soon as Crawford stunned him, the ref would have probably looked in right away because of the damaged eyes. Yeah. Billy Joe Sanders coming back if he decides to come back, will have the same situation happen to him when he's in a fight and he gets hurt mm-hmm. or that eye becomes a little bit too puffy then to the liking. Oh yeah. They're gonna call that fight. So you gotta be there. You gotta think very careful what your next move is gonna be because that they're gonna look at you differently now. Mm-hmm. Because I I doubt that any commission is gonna want uh uh an issue uh, permanent blindness in their state yeah. or their country. They don't want it to be one day Billy just under fights and gets hit in the bat with a bad punch and light goes out in that eye. Oh yeah, and he loses an eye and. The commission is going to get blamed that you guys shouldn't have allowed him anyway. Mm-hmm. You guys should have stopped the fight. Da, 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 da. And Billy Joe's team should be also aware, like, you know they're going to keep an eye on us on this time. You know, any little move, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're fucking, if you're twitching or you're blinking too much, they're going to uh-huh. stop the fight. Yep. Um, does, at this point, should he continue? What's next for Billy Joe? After a loss like that, after all the shit that he said, <laughs> what is next for Billy Joe Sanders? Like, if he decides to come back, what does he what what does what does he find coming back into the division? Honestly, nothing. My opinion, I don't think he finds really nothing at all. I mean, what was he going to go up to one hundred and seventy five pounds? I don't really see that happening. Him going to one seventy five, and then what? Him trying to collect all the belts at one sixty eight? I don't think it's going to happen either. Canelo is is going to collect them all really. So honestly, I don't see nothing much for Billy Joe. More than just having just a couple more fights, make some you know some money, and then that's it. Call it quits. I he, don't see anything else for him. But he said, "I gotta. It's gotta be the right fights. What right fights? What like, right fights you, are, are there? you talking about? Money fights? Yeah. Like who? Do you think he still draws anywhere? Is he a marquee name? Is he still a marquee name? Like, do you think? Do you think if he comes back and takes a soft fight, of course he'll take a soft fight. Yeah. Is he still a marquee name for interest of like? 
a Charlo, a Benavides, a uh, Andre. Are those viable, like, viable money fights? Mm-hmm. He's not going to make Canelo money. But no, that's the thing. He's not making, yeah. But fighting Charlo, Benavides, or Andre, it's still kind of an intriguing, and it's still a good it money is, fight. It is kind of intriguing, yes. Honestly, would he get those fights? I don't think so. But yeah, those would be pretty intriguing. I thought but, it was the lime one. I didn't think it was right. <laughs> I just uh, I got thirsty that I ran to the fridge real quick. And I thought I got the fucking mineral water lime. <laughs> hey, you know the difference anyways. I'll drink that if you want. Yeah, you mind? <laughs> yeah, fuck, man. Son of a bitch. I'm over here like, oh shit. I'm over here like, why'd you make that face before I go? Not, you know me, I don't like sweet shit. I get you. Like, I drink Coke, but I drink one can of Coke and that's it. Like, that's something oh, like man. diabetes in the cup. <laughs> fuck. I fucking taste bad taste in my mouth. Whatever, fuck you. I, I agree with you. There's nothing else. What are you going to do? Move 175. And like you said. No way, no. Like, but he, like he said right now, he's only going to take fi- um, big fights or, you know, he, it has to be a meaningful fight for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, to me is, I, I'm not going to sit here and say he should retire. Yeah. I, I'm nobody to tell someone to retire. Mm-hmm. Uh, fighters have come back from a detached retina, but he didn't even have, he had a fracture, no? Fracture, man. What a skull, eye socket, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, he fucked up his face. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say retire. Mm-hmm. I think if he feels good and he, if he's if he gets a clean bill of health, if the doctor tells him, you know what? You know, um, mm-hmm. you can totally. go. You can go. Yeah. That's what, exactly what I said. Yeah, if it comes to the health, yeah. And and the and the good thing here was he didn't fucking go back out there. He wasn't like fucking Margarito. <laughs> no. <laughs> that got fucked up. Nope. For like 12 fucking rounds. Yeah. He took a 12-round pounding. <laughs> yep. They literally, like, it, it turned into mush. You know, he wasn't Kel Brook that still went in there for a couple, I think one more round of punishment with Triple G. Before that, they're like, let's call it out because like, he can't see that shit coming anymore. Yep. Even with Spence, he couldn't see. You saw right away and he was taking punishment. Oh, yeah. So here, the Billy Joe's team did a great job of not to call it. Let's call it. Fuck it. You know, let's not put you yeah, back out there. It was, was going to be really dangerous if he came back. Oh, fuck yeah. no. So I, I think if, if the doctors give him a, a clean bill of health and, you know, and he feels good, mm-hmm. then yeah, continue. But if he doesn't and, and he wants to call it quits and that's a career. Right. Hey, it's your choice. It's Good luck. Choice. You know, there's hopefully there's something out there for you. Maybe you could be a trainer. Who knows? Hopefully. Who knows? Yeah. All right. Hopefully. Next. Uh, next topic. Sources say that Floyd Mayweather Logan Paul exhibition generated over a million buys on pay per view. The Showtime pay per view and uh, which was on Showtime pay per view and Fanmio, <laughs> which was billed at forty nine ninety nine. There is no precise pay per view numbers yet, but the show at least exceeded one million buys. What's your thoughts on that, Barry? Uh, not surprised. I, again, I'm really waiting for the numbers. I swear it's probably gonna hit, man. I probably between three or four million. I don't know why. I'm, I'm still sticking with that. You think so? I think so. But you them s- saying possibly over a million. Oh fuck yeah, they did. Again, we. I think we found out how to grab these people, <laughs> and make at least a million buys now. Yeah. Sadly, that's the formula. <sighs> That is the format. That, right? that, that's the that's the new norm now. Like that's that's like I think we talked about mm-hmm. it on Monday. That's the way it's gonna be now. Like that's the new formula for boxing. It is. So I don't think there is. I think they should stop using excuses. Well, I'm not gonna pay that much because of the whole you pandemic. You are. 
you just paid, look at that, 50 bucks to watch a circus fight. Circus fucking fight. But when it came to a good, decent fight, you guys were all like, no, I'm not paying that much. And right now they're complaining, I'm not going to pay $69.99 to watch Tank Davis versus uh, Barrios. I saw that, yep. <laughs> Said the same guy that probably paid for Mayweather Logan Paul. Exactly. Like, really? <laughs> so you didn't want to cough up an extra 20 bucks? The Tank Davis but you fight? coughed up 50 for that 50 fight, for that you, fight. Knowing that it wasn't going to live up to the expectation. <laughs> but you were dumb enough to still purchase exactly. it. Exactly. See what I mean? Exactly. Uh, I don't know. We find out what's the formula. Yeah? Entertain these fucks for some you know stupid reason. You got yourself some big ass money. Well, did you hear what Floyd they interviewed? Uh, Floyd made a comment saying that Jake Paul came up to him and goes, Hey, I want to fight you too. But in a real fight. And then, a real uh, fight. Yeah, so Floyd said to people that. He'll interest it, like he'll be interested, but he's not gonna fight him at like he did against Logan, which is like you know. Yeah, it was like the th- yeah you know the, like thirty, 30 pound. pound. Now, if Jake wants some of this, Jake has to come down to one fifty four. Because what weight class is he for? I don't know. One ninety. All the same as his brother. Okay. Yeah, they're both in that side. So yeah, he, he told is. him, if he wants it, let's fight. And I'll he goes, and I'll properly train for this one. He's not gonna do it. Meaning Paul. Jake Paul. I think he will. You fucking do. He'll give up. He'll give up the weight. Fucking idiot. <laughs> He'll give up the weight. And I know some are saying, well, he's going to get paid. True, but is it really worth it? I guess so. If you just saw what your brother did, numbers-wise, I'm not saying break in the ring. But if we've <laughs> Number, okay, I was about to say. <laughs> if you saw the money your brother just generated fighting him in a fucking eight-round exhibition, you don't think he'll be like, dude, I can, all I got to do is lose 30 pounds? We can do this. Like, if I cut back on bitches and drinking... <laughs> and just fucking train day in day out in, in Puerto Rico. I can make this fight happen. Mm-hmm. He'll do it. I think he will. Next year. And if it happens, look at that. I told you that that's Raiders, the, that's the next Raiders, one. Raiders Stadium. Ra- where are you? In the Raiders Stadium. Oh shit. <laughs> Jake Paul, Floyd Mayweather, mm-hmm. 155, 154 pounds. You think you think it's gonna be at 154? Even though he said 147, you think he will change his mind? All right, 154 is fine. No, he said he said that his best weight is 147, 154. Oh, okay. So he said that if Jake Paul can can meet him at 154, 155, he'll take the fight. Wow. And this time he'll train. <laughs> wow, this is ridiculous. <laughs> the fact that we're talking about that. Yeah, exactly. I think he does it. Floyd will do it. Sadly, yes. Floyd would. If Floyd just made yeah. 120 million fighting this ass clown. You don't think he? You don't think that's gonna wake that Floyd can be like? You know what? <laughs> Fuck it, my body's aching, my body is taking a lot of wear and tear, but I'm gonna wake up for this fight. Floyd for sure. Uh, for Jake Paul, that's where I kind of go. Mm, will he? If he's gonna cash out, yeah. yeah. Like, like really? <laughs> okay, so this is this would be the scenario. All right. So J- Jake Paul would have to beat Tyrone Woodley, which could happen. Could happen. Tyrone Woodley's not. He's a striker, but he's not a. A, like a boxer, so it could happen. Jake Paul has more of the, uh, at least the boxing fundamentals down than Tyrone Woodley. Tyrone Woodley's probably banking on yeah. banking on his power and setting it up is going to be different against this guy. But whatever, we'll we'll talk about that as close as we get there. Yeah. If he gets past Tyrone Woodley, and people, if people already hate him now, people are going to even hate him even more when he beats Tyron Woodley and he's bragging the fuck out about that he's the best fucking, that he is the best. He's the most, he's the best paid athlete, boxer, <laughs> well, best paid combat fighter. Uh-huh. And he's a YouTube Disney star. People are going to want to hate him. 
And Floyd Mayweather was as soon as he wins, Floyd Mayweather's gonna hear one sound and one sound only. Cha ching, cha ching. <laughs> because people are gonna wanna pay to see Floyd fuck him up. Because that Floyd could sell the fight like this. Look, man. I trained two, three days a week for Logan. For Logan Paul. I didn't train. If I would have trained, I would have fucked him up. But this piece of shit right here, he stole my hat. I'm going to train. And I'm going to give him the worst beatdown he's ever gotten. <laughs> that shit's going to sell. Because people so, hate yeah. Jake Paul enough to want to yeah. pay to see that man lose. Yeah. And and, it, and it, Jake rather be like, I think it's time for me to cash out on this boxing thing. <laughs> and I'm going to cash out big. Believe me, he's going to cash out big. Next year, you say? Next year. Next year. Next year. Remember that, folks. <laughs> Remember that. Take take notes. All right. Next topic, and which will lead into a prediction. So it says sources that Top Rank and Sky Sports struck a four-year deal that will see Top Rank U.S. Uh, U.S. fights to be televised on Sky Sports UK, starting up with Saturday night's fight between Shakur Stevenson and Jeremiah Nakatila. Eddie Hearns left Sky Sports for the zone, leaving a void. These fights, of course, will be televised televised in the AM in the UK. So Bob Barron picks up Sky Sports. Wow. That's pretty cool. And this is after Eddie Hearn left them after a long relationship. Ooh, long time I heard, yeah. To go to the zone exclusively. And also exclusively, I think they're going to be doing fights in Mexico now. Canelo Promotions and Canelo Team Canelo and in association with Matchroom will be televising fights in Mexico. Wow. So they'll be televising up-and-coming fighters on, from Mexico. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. So I the, like that. So the zone's actually investing in boxing, mm-hmm. even though they, we remember... We did a, a segment where we, we were talking that these guys were going bankrupt almost. Yep. Now it's like, nope. That's interesting. That's pretty fucking cool, actually. I yeah. like that idea. That's, I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Really good idea. So so basically now all the, the zone fights, I mean all the matchroom fights are not going to be exclusively on the zone. Except for the Chisora and Anthony Joshua. They're still going to be on the zone, but um, those fights can be viewed on the UK Sky Sports. Hmm. Because I guess Sky Sports has an exclusive um, deal with Joshua. So all Joshua, Joshua fights... Right? Will be aired in the UK. Yeah, with Sky Sports, I mean, sorry. And oh, same wow. thing with Derek Chisora. He has a, a not uh, Dylan White. I'm sorry. Wow. Has a uh, a certain deal where his fights aired over there. Over there, huh? They'll the still UK. be on the zone, but the UK doesn't have to buy the zone app. No, yeah. They can watch it on the on, on, on the Sky, Sky Sports. Sky, Sky yes. Sports, huh? Correct. All right. Wow, that's pretty good. Pretty good indeed. All right, let's get into the last part because we're getting to that point, and I kind of want to want to go to bed. <laughs> Let's cue up the music. We're going to do prediction time. What's your prediction for the fight? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. Pain. I pity the fool. I pity the fools. <laughs> All right, prediction time, boys. So this Saturday in Vegas. Where is it Vegas. I don't know. Is yeah, it Vegas? Vegas? <laughs> Vegas? Shakur Stevenson will be fighting Jeremiah Nakatilli 12 rounds for the vacant WBO interim junior lightweight title. Beery, yeah. who you got? Oh, man. Come on. Is this. No offense to the guy, but like, it's, this sounds like a showcase fight. So. Well, the, I can be Jeremiah wrong. has 21 wins, okay. one loss, 17 knockouts. And he is in a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 fight win streak. Win streak, huh? So not like this, this, he doesn't seem like a slouch. And, ju- and just to make it interesting for you, so you, it, mm-hmm. all his fights have ended by TKO or KO. 
All right. So he's getting in the ring with a pretty good, pretty good decent. So he's not. Fighter. This guy's not a slouch. No. This guy's not a slouch. And he's ranked number fourteen in the world. Okay. Not a slouch. Not a slouch. No. Not a slouch. He's but not. A, he's but not, I, he's I, not a tomato can. No. Okay. So he's not a tomato can. He's not All a right. cab driver. Not a cab. Not an Uber driver. He's not an Uber driver. <laughs> no. Not a Lyft driver. Okay. Still, Sugar Stevenson should have this win this this week. Definitely. He, he should have, definitely have this win. It should be a good one. You so, think it goes a full twelve rounds, or should Corey stops him? Um, you know what? Based on what he told me, really honestly, this looks like a very, uh, pretty. Good, I don't want to say exciting, but pretty good twelve round. So this goes twelve rounds, really. I think Shakur Stevenson, uh, Stevenson wins this by by unanimous decision. He's been getting aggressive in the last couple of fights, Shakur. He has been. He has been. His last fight, he, he uh, only went to the decision, but he was beating the shit out of that last yeah. guy. But that guy might, you know, he might have the same mindset, like you know. Like Logan Paul, be like, I'm just, I just want to last twelve rounds with him. <laughs> yeah, I just want to go. Th- I just want he, the Rocky Balboa. Said, the Rocky Balboa. I, I just want to go twelve rounds with the champ to 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 make sure to know that I'm good enough to go right. twelve to go fifteen he, rounds with he, the champ. He, he nobody's might. ever gone fifteen with Apollo. <laughs> if I can do that, exactly. I know that I'm good enough. Exactly. Okay. He might actually have that mindset because it's true. He has been really aggressive. So I, I mean, I don't see Shakur Stevenson not walking out as winner. He has to take this fight. He wins his. So Shakur's record is fifteen and uh, eight knockouts. Fifteen wins without eight knockouts. Eight out knockouts. Of the... Okay. So, um, so you got a decision. You say so you go decision. Decision. Yeah. Um. Shakur Stevenson, good fighter. Um, really good up and coming razor. Yeah. I I became known about him in the Olympics when he lost and he showed his emotions on air mm-hmm. and I was very I, I was I felt for the kid. Um, but when I saw him fight and I saw him lose, I saw something that I've only seen a few times. Um, and and kind of kind of kind of describe this. He has he's cut on he's cut out of the same cloth of like a Roy Jones and a Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. That okay cool I didn't win the Olympic I didn't win the gold medal okay cool. I'm going to make sure I'm going to prove that I'm the best fighter mm-hmm. right now professionally. That I am worlds apart from everybody else. That those judges or that guy who beat me, he was just lucky that night. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, I'm never going to lose again. By no means, I'm ever going to lose again. I saw that from that kid. Even though he was crying. I saw that that kid wasn't just crying because he lost. He was crying out of frustration. They put all that work. And he probably, you know, and he knew he could have done better. Mm-hmm. And to me, when I saw that, and then I saw an interview that, you know, when I saw he, that he was going to go pro and I saw his first pro fight, I go, this kid is cut off of the same fucking cloth of like a Roy Jones mm-hmm. and a Floyd Mayweather. And I say those two guys because both guys didn't win the gold medal either. No. And they went to have stellar fucking careers. Roy Jones dominated the 90s. Oh, yeah. Like, Roy made it his purpose to be like, okay, cool. I got screwed in Korea. I'm going to make sure I don't get screwed ever again. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be no doubt. No and doubt. And there's no doubt, man. He was the best fighter in the 90s. No Shit. doubt. Floyd Mayweather lost in the 1996 uh, games. Yeah. Floyd made it a purpose to this day mm-hmm. that that would never happen again. Never happen again. Yep. Shakur Stevenson lost the Olympics. 
so far in 15 fucking bouts, he has made sure that that would never happen again to him. That he will never have to suffer that again. <laughs> and he's under the tutelage of Terrence Crawford right now at the moment. I was watching the fucking video. He's like, he looks up to Terrence. He studies the greats like Ray Leonard. Um, he kind of based a little bit of, of the Mayweather um, um, ideology of, I don't need to be the best fighter. I don't need to be the hard-hitting fighter. I don't need to be the fastest fighter. All I got to be is the smarter fighter. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great thing. And with the, with, and with the killer like fucking Terrence Crawford, you know, in, putting you under his wing. Yeah. This kid right here, he's the goods. So my prediction, I'm laying in here. I'm a girl with B right here. I think he's gonna go the full twelve rounds. Um, he 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 was very aggressive in the last fight, but not enough to get the knockout. Mm-hmm. But he aggressive enough to fucking you know he obviously made it known that I'm winning this fucking fight no matter mm-hmm. what. Um, I think he, I think he wins all the rounds. There'll probably be a round where he probably like takes his foot off the gas and the guy might come in and maybe one judge might give one or two rounds to the guy because. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, he did something. <laughs> a complimentary round, you might say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think Shakur Stevenson gets a full unanimous decision, wins the WBO interim mm-hmm. belt, and moves forward to bigger and better things. Which RB rate, what do you think is up next for Shakur Stevenson? You I'm going to pull up the he, division for you. He can probably, because um, he's at, one, is it 130? One, 130. 130, there we go. Remember, he jumped, he jumped up to 130 exactly, pounds. Exactly, there we go. So... This guy might even probably start moving up already. Well, he just... This would be his second fight at 130? I don't know. Is it? I think it's his second fight at 130. He's not... He hasn't been there long enough, Brian. Because... Because who who's really in the division right now? I'm going to read him out to you. So, okay. Oscar Valdez is considered number one. Because he beat okay. Miguel Burchett. Yes. Uh, Gervonta Davis... Um, but of course, Davis is fighting at 140. He made a win. He made a no win, lose a draw. He's staying at 140. 140. Jamal Herring, who just beat Carl Frampton. Mm-hmm. Shakur Stevenson, of course. Miguel Burchett, which, you know, he may either stay at 130 or move it to 135. My money's on moving up in weight. That's, oh, us- that's usually what happens when you. Right? Usually, <laughs> when you lose like that, you move up. You don't. You move, exactly. Um, Joseph Jojo Diaz, but he's fighting at 135. 135, yep. Uh, Savakaton I can't pronounce that I'm fucking sorry <laughs> The guy The guy that fought uh, Jojo Diaz That one Russian guy The one he got a draw with Oh okay okay That guy That guy Alright Tevin Farmer Tevin Farmer Yep Roger Gutierrez And Chris Colbert Chris Colbert's pretty good He's fighting in uh, yeah. July Against uh, mm-hmm. Yuri Yorkers Gamboa Oh okay So it, it's a stacked division But the the big The big fights That are made are Can be made Is either against Jamal Herring or Oscar Valdez. Yeah. Those are really the two fights because they're, yeah. because they're top-ranked guys. Yeah. And that's why I said they're easier fights to make. They're in-house. Yeah, it's very true. They're in-house fights. So he could be fighting those guys next if he wins this fight. Oh, yeah. Or he could be in a collision course with Lomachenko. I think Lomachenko goes back to 130. I think, Lomachenko, they- I think Lomachenko will entertain. Okay, look at it this way. At 135, what's there? Yeah, Haney's there, Teofimo's there, Ryan's there. But we've already said these guys are going to move up already. They're going to move up very soon. By the end of this year, they're going to move up. Yep. So what's left for Loma, for Lomachenko? What's the big money fight at 135? Honestly. All the big money's out there at 140, unless he's going to go to 140, but I doubt I, it. I doubt it. I doubt he goes 140. The big money fight would be at 130. 
130 with, with who? Stevenson? I think that's a, that's the big money fight there. That's I think Tom, I think fight. Top Rank's trying to build their Sugar Ray Leonard on uh, Shakur Stevenson. I think they're just gonna start cashing him out already. I think so. With Lomachenko. How old is Lomachenko already? Thirty something. I want to say what thirty five. He's about to be thirty five. I think they're gonna try to cash right? him. We'll see what he does. We'll see how he looks against Nakatani. That's true. Oh, that's another. Yeah, you're right. Is it this month? I think. I want to say. You looking it up? I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. I want to say maybe, but I mean, like, look at it. What is next for Lomachenko? You know, the, to me, Lomachenko can cut down to 130. That 130 division is talented enough to have. 33. Right, he's, still, he's 33. Still good. Okay. I don't know why I thought he was a little older. Or maybe he's just a little older, so my bad. Look, I'm going to read up the lightweight division right now. Okay. TFEB Lopez, Vasily Lomachenko, Tank Davis, mm-hmm. Ryan Garcia, Devin Haney, Richard Comey, Luke Campbell, Jorge Linares, Javier Fortuna, George Cambrosa Jr. That's the lightweight division currently mm-hmm. right now. Right now. Okay. Okay. Tank's already out. Tank Tank is out of 130, 135. He's already sucking. He's already setting his he's already planting his feet at 140. Yeah. So that's it. I'll even go a division lower to 126. Hold on. Got Gary Russell Jr. Um Emmanuel Navarrete, Zukang, Leo Santa Cruz, Mauricio Lara, Josh Warrington, mm-hmm. Kid Gavaland, uh Jesse Magdaleno, Joette Gonzalez. Okay. Those are the guys right there. Gary Russell probably might move up to 130. He might. Yeah. He might. He needs the money. He'll move up. Yeah. <laughs> he actually might move to up. To me, 130 is a division at the moment. And I think after uh, after the, the, the main guys at 135 mm-hmm. leave, Lomachenko's probably going to entertain 130 now. Mm-hmm. He'll entertain it. Well, his fight, yeah, uh, Lomachenko's fight, it's on June 26th. That's the same day as uh, Tank Davis' fight. I'm watching Tank anyways. Yeah, me too. (laughs) But, I mean, Shakur has options. I think Shakur, the big money fight, the buildup will be against... Okay, so this is the way I look at it. Mm -hmm. This is the way I look at it. When Shakur Stevenson wins this Saturday night, he's going to fight Jamel Harrington for a title. Be at the end of the year, he'll fight Oscar Valdez. And then after that, while that is happening, Lomachenko's going to f- hopefully beat Nakatani. Mm-hmm. If Teofimo Lopez moves up, he vacates the belt. But Lomachenko will win a vacant belt. You think he wants to just, just collect his belt? <laughs> he'll collect back the belt. He'll entertain maybe Comey, maybe Cambrosa, mm-hmm. maybe. But it will be a fight where the unified champ, Shakur Stevenson, fights the unified champ in a champ versus champ matchup. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Next year, Lomachenko, Shakur Stevenson, top-ranked mega mm-hmm. fight on ESPN. Wow. That's how it's going to go. They might do that. Because Tiafimo, win, lose, or draw, he's moving up in weight. He's not going to stay at 135. Yeah. He's moving up. And we don't even know anything about if he's leaving top rank or something like that. He's leaving top rank. Right. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's. He, sh- he should. They're not even entertaining this. No. He's fighting. He's, Which I wonder how long his he, contract ESPN is. ESPN and Top Ranger are hooked up. All I've seen faces of, we'll find out next week. Mm-hmm. But I have not seen one fucking announcement on the Top Rank nope. on Top Rank's Instagram page. You're absolutely right. Not one announcement. Like, hey, don't miss out. Our fucking guy, mm-hmm. Teofimo Lopez, our undisputed champ. 
I have not seen you right. Yeah, no. Not once. That relationship is done. Teo Teo Fimo's a free agent. Teo Fimo's a free agent. I hope agent. he kind of keeps it that way. <laughs> I think he will. You know, keep it that way. Don't sign to a promoter. Just keep yeah. it. Keep be a Mikey Garcia kind of basically. Just, yeah, there we go. If you can fight on PBC, hey, fight where the money's at, fight, exactly. and where the and where the opponents are, are more mm-hmm. marketable for you. Yep. Keep it like that. You don't need a promoter. He's already famous enough with that one. So he really is. Yep. That's the way I go about it. But okay, me and you got Shakur Stevenson unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. B Ray, definitely. You cool with that lock? Um, well, fuck yeah. Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's the lock. Unanimous mm-hmm. decision. Decision. Shakur <laughs> Stevenson this Saturday night. Live on ESPN Plus or ESPN. Don't miss mm-hmm. it. We're not. We're going to watch it. And we'll do a Monday review maybe next. Um, well, no, because I got my geek in, geek out. So maybe a Tuesday review. Yeah, you can do that. A Tuesday or back on Thursday. I don't yeah. know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, later. We'll, see. we'll see. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Other than that, guys, don't forget to subscribe to our channel at the J&B Ray mm-hmm. Boxing Podcast. Don't forget to sign up. Um, sign up to Teespring. Order yourselves the J&B Ray Boxing Tank Top. It's summer. Show off your boxing bod. Summer's coming. Or if you're like me, show off your beer belly. But fuck it, man. You're trying to show off the guns. Take them to the gun show. Yep. Um, also, a quick announcement. We might be coming out with some stickers. So yep. if you guys want some stickers, please send us a DM so we know how many to order. Mm-hmm. This will be a first batch. And they're going to be from a certain lo- uh, logo we haven't used in a while. So, again, just DM us. Or DM Beer on his, on yep. his channel. Um, of how many stickers you guys want, so at least we get a good head mm-hmm. count of how many to order for uh, moving forward. Definitely. Anything you want to add? Not much, man. Thank you. Thank you for listening, guys. Again, you guys can find me on Instagram, bray89. Guys can catch me some bullshit there. So hit me up there. There you go, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. Have a good weekend. Drink responsibly, because yep. I'm not. Because <laughs> I don't learn my not. lesson. No, he's not. <laughs> I never learned my lesson. Later, <laughs> later, everyone. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.